0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Dearly beloved in Christ, pause for a moment, if you will, and think of something you worked very hard for. Then, after perhaps a number of years, you finally achieved. Maybe it was a position at work, earning a professional license or a college degree meeting a sales goal or completing a large project perhaps it was paying off the mortgage of your home or buying a new car we feel good about such accomplishments and we feel right that uh, we feel right to be that way for they are among the blessings and joys of life But what if God were to ask us to give up those achievements, those possessions, to give up our satisfaction in exchange for something else, in exchange for something better? Consider St. Peter in today's gospel lesson. He was a fisherman, and so his boat would have meant everything to him, even though he'd caught nothing the night before. We know he was still good at what he did because, as the Gospel tells us, that boat was his own. And it would not have been an inexpensive thing. In those days, the entire vessel would have been made by hand. Every board, every nail, every inch of sailcloth, every line. Every net needed to be painstakingly crafted. Peter's boat was valuable not only because of the expense of owning it, but beyond that it was valuable because he depended upon it for his livelihood. I'm sure that every time Simon Peter looked at that boat, his, his heart must have swelled with satisfaction, even pride, knowing that he possessed something of such great value. But then suddenly things changed when Jesus the rabbi from Nazareth entered into Peter's life and touched him in a very powerful way. This is the second time that Saint Luke mentions Peter. Earlier in the fourth chapter of the Gospel Luke relates how the Lord went to Peter's house And there cured his mother-in-law of a fever. And now Peter witnesses this miraculous catch of fish. Twice now he had experienced the Lord's presence and something of his power. And in those encounters he'd seen and heard someone unlike anyone he had ever met. And whether he was overcome by fear or awe, we do not know. But Peter was so moved by the miraculous event that he had just witnessed that he fell on his knees and cried out, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. But Jesus did not leave. Instead, he stayed and offered Peter a challenge. He asked Simon Peter not merely to listen to his teaching and observe the miracles he would perform, not merely to be a passive bystander, but to do something far beyond that. Our Lord was asking, are you willing to leave everything behind for me? Are you willing to share my life? St. Peter's reaction serve as a challenge to us. If we are to respond to the Lord's challenge, to Peter's challenge as well, we must ask ourselves, am I willing to to, to make being a disciple of the Lord Jesus more important than anything else in my life? Am I willing to give up everything, if need be, to live as a Catholic? To put it more concretely, am I willing to give up the comfort of my home? Am I willing to give up the joy of being with my family and friends? Am I willing to walk away from my job, to lose my financial security? To not know where I will sleep tonight or know where my next meal is going to come from? Those questions sound like a lot, and they are a lot. We may never be called upon to give up everything, but if we were, how would we respond? Should such a call come, would the Lord be asking too much? Would it be too much to take? Would I walk away and not follow And yet, think about this for a moment, people do something rather similar and they do it on an everyday basis when they join the military. Once they have taken that oath, they no longer decide where they will live, what they are going to do with their time, what they are going to eat or drink, what they are going to wear, or even when they are going to sleep. But despite all the hardship and danger, men and women, young men and women, willingly give up their freedom and risk their very life to do something noble, to protect an ideal, which is to defend the lives and liberty of the people of the United States. Jesus issued a challenge. It it was no easy challenge, but Peter answered yes as did those who were with him. And Luke tells us, having brought their ships to land, leaving all things, they followed him. They followed because they had found the Christ, the Messiah. Peter's example teaches us a great lesson. When we abandon everything for the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, we find more than we left behind much more. We may lose something of our personal security. We may feel like we're losing control. We may experience fear. But whatever we endure, great or small, the cost is always worth it. Because when we leave everything behind and follow the Lord Jesus, we are set free. And Christ becomes our life. When Pope Benedict XVI took office during his very first sermon, he said, if we let Jesus Christ into our lives, we lose nothing. Nothing, absolutely nothing of what makes life free, beautiful, and great. Only in this friendship do we experience Beauty and liberation, only in this friendship are the doors of life opened wide. And so today, with great strength and great conviction, on the basis of long personal experience, I say to you, do not be afraid of Christ. He takes nothing away and he gives you everything. When we give ourselves to him, we receive a hundredfold in return. Yes, open, open wide the doors to Christ, and you will find true life. On October 19th of 2015, the church canonized two people named Louis and Zellie Martin They are the first Christian married couple to have been declared saints. They are also the parents of one of the most famous saints in the church, Saint Therese of Lisieux, the Little Flower. Bear in mind, that people are canonized saints not only because of their holiness and their faith, but also because the church holds them out to us as examples of how to live the Christian faith. The Martins' lives bear clear witness of what it means to leave everything and follow the Lord Jesus. Neither one was planning to get married. Zelie wanted to be a nun and Louis was planning to become a monk. God, however, had other plans. Though they tried, neither Louis nor zelli was accepted by a religious order. Disappointing to be sure, but soon they met. They fell in love and they were married in 1858. And they found in married life a constant call to follow the Lord. Like every married couple, they experienced difficulties, sufferings, and disappointment. Four of their nine children died in infancy. But despite their grief, they never lost their faith in God. They thought they taught their five surviving daughters to know and love the Lord. The Catholic faith was the most important thing in their home. They had daily family prayer. They attended Mass frequently, and they reached out to help the less fortunate. St. Therese wrote that her parents were more worthy of heaven than of earth, and the Church agreed and approved the miracle that was needed for the canonization. Louis and Zelie Martin left everything to follow Christ. They followed him in the midst of everyday life and thus discovered the truth that when we give up the boat of our own security, we gain infinitely more. Now, most of us will never be called to renounce all our material possessions. But still, it is good to ask ourselves if we have more than we need. Are there things that I should give up in order that I might follow the Lord Jesus more closely? I think that most of us must admit that even though we possess many superfluous things, we desire to have even more. But we need to ask ourselves, to pause and ask ourselves, how many cars or trucks do I really need? How many watches, how many coats, how many pairs of shoes? Do I really need the latest cell phone or bigger flat screen television? We need to ask whether or not much, or perhaps even all of the money we spend on things that we don't need, whether that ought to be used and said to help the poor and further the mission of the church. I freely admit that I am not very good at that, and I don't think most of us are. How often we allow things, work, activities, and even other people to become, if only in small ways, idols. How easily we cling to that which we should be sharing. How often we allow caring for superfluous possessions to take away from the time we should be spending with family, the sick, and the lonely. How often we let them take away from the time we should be spending with the Lord in prayer and worship. Be sure that Peter loved his boat, be sure that he was proud of the accomplishment that he had in being able to own such a thing and the security that it brought. But when our Lord called, Peter left it behind. Now, my dear friends, please be clear of this Peter did not leave his boat behind for something better. I'll repeat that. Peter did not leave his boat behind for something better. Rather, he left it behind for someone better. And that is our Lord Jesus, the cross, the the, the Christ, our Savior, the Son of God. Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, brothers and sisters. They brought their boats to the shore. They left everything, and they followed him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.